That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is Fox 2 News and News 11. The power of 2 at 6 a.m. Dozens of veterans fly out of Lambert and head to the nation's capital this morning. What's in store for those on the 103rd Veterans Honor Flight? The St. Charles County Council approves a property tax freeze for senior citizens who qualifies for the relief and when it's expected to go into effect. Abortion rights advocates ask a judge to rewrite a Missouri ballot measure why they say the language is misleading to voters. Welcome back, everybody, on this Bowtie Tuesday. It's September 12th, and you are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you all so much for waking up with us this morning. We're taking a live look at our Together Credit Union roof cam. we got some clouds overhead in the sky, and we got John Fuller in early this morning with a look at that forecast. Yeah, it's kind of a groggy morning. You have rain in the area, <laughs> yeah. and you have clouds. You could see how fast those clouds were moving across the area, and you have cool 60s. It's groggy because it's good sleeping weather, but it's... It's a work week, work day and temperatures this morning are in the lower 60s. Have a little bit of rain still in the metro area. The last little glimpse of the rain moving across South County down towards Lee May as well as uh, Stuckey in Illinois and Collinsville and up towards Edwardsville. The first batch of rain now over southern sections of the viewing area. So here comes the bus with some scattered rain left over. But during the afternoon, those skies will clear. We'll start to see some breaks in the overcast. The high temperature today, though, only in the mid 70s with that cool start. You may need a sweater early this morning. Now for a look at real time traffic. Amelia, what's going on? Well, first, John, we have rain and now we're dealing with a water main break and this is going to be in the southbound lanes of Big Bend. So this is Big Bend, a little bit north of Manchester, and we're already seeing both southbound lanes close. The city of Maplewood uh, posting on their Facebook page saying they're trying to actively work and get this all cleared up before the rush hour. But right now the southbound lanes are all blocked. So what you're going to do is you're going to have to take either Hanley or Brentwood to get southbound at this time if you're heading uh, maybe from 64 and uh, that 40 corridor. So this is what the situation is looking like. Our uh, Nick Lopez and our Nissan Rogue Runner is heading to the scene to give us a real time picture of the situation and hopefully we'll have that update here shortly. Thank you, Amelia. Well, the 103rd Greater St. Louis Honor Flight took off from St. Louis Lambert International Airport this morning, headed to the nation's capital and uh, dozens of veterans are on board. That's right, and they look happy. Chris got us an updated picture of them uh, on that flight. Organizers will be taking them to visit war memorials in our nation's capital. Chris Rie live at Lambert uh, with the latest on this. Chris, that was a nice picture you sent in from them on the plane. It was, Blair. It's quite an experience for these veterans to take this honor flight. It's a long day. They have got to get here like 3, 3.30 in the morning, and they come back tonight after a long day in D.C., but it's worth it for all these vets to go see these tremendous sights in our nation's capital. We are in Terminal 2 here at Lambert, commonly known as the Southwest Terminal. Behind us, Gate E8. This is where the Honor Flight veterans and their escorts left earlier. All is relatively routine now, as you can see, but earlier, this era, this area was crowded with people doing some singing. Hey. 
veterans and others singing God Bless America before boarding the, south, the southwest plane here. A total of 58 veterans are on this 103rd Greater St. Louis Honor Flight. There are vets from World War II, Korea, and Vietnam on this particular flight. As we mentioned earlier, they will land in D.C. a little bit later this morning, then go to the various war memorials around the nation's capital. Lots of veterans we spoke with out here this morning will be looking for particular names on those memorials, certainly some intense emotions for these veterans heading to see these sites. For lots of them, it's the first time they're going to go see these memorials for such a major part of their life. The veterans escorted by family members on this special trip. We spoke with Howard Hall earlier. He's a Vietnam veteran. Take a listen to what Howard told us about this trip, which he has been looking forward to for some time now. Well, I've had uh, lots of friends that have won on this, and I've been waiting. I've been out 55 years now, so uh, I, I'm ready for it. I just regret that all my buddies are gone now. They can't go. So uh, it brings me great pleasure to spend some time with these guys. There are some... 39 Vietnam veterans like Howard on this particular trip. You're looking at a picture from on board that Southwest plane right before it left. All the folks on there along with the honor flight volunteers, the escorts, and of course the 58 veterans as well. After a full day in D.C., they will return to a real hero's welcome here tonight. Louie will greet them from the Blues, Fred Burr from the Cardinals, along with family members when they get back a real party atmosphere here at Lambert a little later tonight. They'll get back about 8 o'clock or so after a long but rewarding day in our nation's capital. For now, live at Lambert, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you, Chris. Well, in a power of two follow-up, a future property tax freeze for senior citizens in St. Charles County. Fire of Two's Laura Simon is live in St. Charles to tell us what leaders decided at a council meeting last night. Good morning to you, Laura. Good morning to you, Blair. Good morning, everyone. The St. Charles County Council approving that tax freeze for senior citizens in this building behind me last night. And it all comes after the state legislature there at the Capitol approved some legislation earlier in the year and essentially allows counties to individually approve tax breaks for senior citizens. And so this decision last night was met by a lot of cheers from senior citizens who were at the county council meeting last night. County Executive Steve Elman says the new bill will go into effect next year. In order to qualify, you must, of course, live here in St. Charles County and be at least 62 by January 1st. But not everyone agrees with this new law, including school districts. Elman believes this bill is going to end up in court. He says the bill is not a tax cut, but a tax freeze for people who need the relief. Don Shodell lives in St. Charles County and he spoke before the council's vote last night urging them to approve this tax freeze saying this gives him some much needed relief especially with inflation today. My valuation in 2023 increased 20, 34% in a two-year period. No improvements to the home, little three-bedroom house in St. Charles County and it's a function of the aberration of the market. But the point is that the valuation to which you're going to be holding us to is inflated. 
The county executive tells us that residents like Shodell, who you just heard from, are going to have to apply. That application process is set to begin sometime next summer, and then this tax freeze is officially expected to take effect in November 2024. But again, we should reiterate it could face some legal challenges, so we'll have to see how this all plays out. Reporting live here in St. Charles this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Thank you, Laura. 607 right now. Checking in with our Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez. He's live on the scene of a water main break. Nick, what have you learned? Yeah, I'm here at the uh, water main break on South Big Bend Boulevard near Weaver Avenue and we're here in Maplewood. And uh, you can see here right now they've opened up one lane of traffic. So we have one lane closed. The right lane is currently closed. The left southbound lane is open. If you see the hole here that uh, American Water has been working on here with the break, but they seem to have gotten it cleared up enough to allow traffic to go through. So this is just north of Manchester Avenue, south of, of Weaver here. So one lane is open, one is still closed. They appear to still be working on it. The crews I, I saw just a little further down the road looking at something else on my way to here. So they're still working on this. One lane is open. So you might want to avoid this as traffic picks up throughout the day. In the Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Nick. It is 608 right now. The University City Police Department releases new details about what they say happened before three teens from Ladue High School died in a car crash. The department pieced together new, new dash cam clips they say shows why they tried to originally stop the car the teens were in. They say the car was speeding. It uh, made abrupt maneuvers to get away from police and then at one point turned off headlights while driving. They also say the video shows the chase ending before the crash that killed the teens. Now, police say they believe the crash happened at about four hours before they found the site of the crash around 630 in the morning. Well, a man accused of trying to get away from police in a stolen car is dead. Investigators say he lost control and crashed into a vacant building. St. Louis County Police say an officer tried to stop the man driving a Kia Optima traveling northbound on Jennings Station Road, but that car did not stop. County Police say the officer turned off his emergency lights. About one minute later, that officer said he saw the Kia lose control, hit a utility pole, and then the building. The cause of the crash still being investigated. A big announcement about the future of the Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Washington University physicians will no longer prescribe puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones to minors for gender transition. Patients who are already receiving this care through the Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital will be referred to other providers for the services. A statement from the center says they are disheartened to take this step, but Missouri's new laws about transgender care for minors makes it an unsustainable liability for health care professionals. Well, supporters of a proposed initiative petition to legalize abortion in Missouri are now asking a judge to rewrite a question on the ballot. An attorney for the Missouri ACLU told a Cole County judge, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft used a political spin to write the ballot language. The ballot summary asked voters whether to allow for dangerous, unregulated and unrestricted abortions from conception to live birth without requiring a medical license or potentially being subject to medical malpractice. Missourians don't need the Secretary of State's description of what he thinks abortion is. You say the word abortion, Missourians know what it is. They have their own view. 
The judge has not taken any action as of yet, but is giving the attorneys one week to file final briefs.